Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. What is up, folks? Welcome back yet again to the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. And not to be discriminatory, uh, welcome to all Crips, Bloods, Vice Lords, and other gang affiliations as well. I didn't want to just be welcoming the folks. What? Um, huh? What? Where that co- Never mind, continue to continue to. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the, the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm your host, as always, B- Mike Bivens, on Twitter. <laughs> boy, forgot, boy forgot his name. Oh, this about to be one of them. This about to be one of them. Oh, I hope this is quick. On Twitter, at Bibbs Corner. You can call me Bell Bibbs DeVoe. Wow. Uh, and other things. Man, fuck all that. Uh, welcome to my co-host as well. Welcome <laughs> to my co-host. You inviting people to me? What? What? Hey, yo. Maurice Williams at Maurice on every streaming platform and all that other good shit. Um, <clears throat> if you can't tell, <laughs> things are not normal right now. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <clears throat> I had this whole fun intro plan, and it has gone completely off the rails. I nah, think this, 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 it still turned out pretty good. The microphone is like the microphone situation is throwing me off. So if I sound different than usual, uh, for some reason Reese was saying he could not hear me with my regular mic, so I'm using the one that's built into my headset. Uh, so I might sound like I'm talking on the phone. I don't know. Don't kiss me through the phone. This ain't no little. Soldier Boy or whatever that little dude name was. But um <laughs> I uh <clears throat> anyway, getting to the point. This is the closest in proximity Reese and I have been ever while recording the podcast. I'm actually in Maryland as we speak, uh, in a hotel room. Uh why why you ain't tell me this? I'm just finding this out. Huh? I didn't know you was gonna be in Maryland. I mean, I'm in Delaware technically, but my hotel is across the border. My family is in uh, Southern Delaware, like oh, so. Okay. I'm in Delmar, Maryland, right now. I don't um, even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, Maryland is a weird state. Like, you got the bottom part that's below Delaware. You got a part that's on the left of Delaware. You got a part above Delaware. It's just a lot going on with Maryland. Like you, you basically wrapped around Delaware in a weird way. Um, and then there's like the, the the bay, and then another piece of Maryland. So it's a lot going on with Maryland, for sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the the southern part of Maryland, the, the very southern part of Maryland. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm in. I'm, I've been in in uh, Delaware this weekend. Uh, I haven't really talked about it a lot, but I had to come home to visit some family due to some stuff that had come up with the family. We won't get into that too deeply, but uh, it's been an interesting weekend. I'm also in the midst of trying to put together <clears throat> the biggest presentation of my life up to this point. And uh, that has not been <laughs> moving like I wanted it to or like <laughs> I needed it to due to the life stuff. So it's been a fun, it's been a fun past like 10 or so days um, with how things have gone. But I'm going to pull a rabbit out of a hat 
And if I do so, then I will have a master's degree and everything will be great with life uh, moving forward. <clears throat> so all of that established, uh, hopefully things get back to normal after this week or as close to normal as they're going to be able to be. Uh, Reese, you have, uh, looking at the calendar, about 10 days from now, allegedly, you you supposed to be in, in, in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken, is that? 10 days, no, 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 that's too soon. Thought you say in April first, or did I make that up? April eighth. Okay, so the like Mavs play three the weeks. Wizards on April first. That's what. Okay, I knew April first was significant, and I was actually <laughs> looking at potentially trying to get to that game. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm still looking at potentially potentially trying to get to it, even though I'm trying to go to right. games when I go to Dallas. But I mean, well, yeah, that's yeah. not looking too. <laughs> well, shall we get into that? Because I was I already missed my game I was supposed to go to. I was supposed to be at the Hornets game on uh, Saturday. But, again, things came up. I'm not in the Carolinas as we speak, so I was right. not able to make that game. Uh, my friend actually told me, <clears throat> my friend that lives in Charlotte, like we were, he got the tickets for us or whatever. I had a sneaky suspicion that he was going to do something special with the tickets. And then he confirmed it after I told him we had to cancel. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I had uh, only asked you for X, Y, Z amount. But I actually splurged and got us like we were gonna be mid court, like damn near court size. So now I'm pissed. Wow. Did I miss out on that? But it's okay. It's okay. Uh we'll make up for it at, at some point. Maybe the Hornets make the playoffs. We'll see. So yeah, what what's your situation with your with your potential game in Dallas? I mean, this is the first time for you, right? Uh yeah, never been to Dallas before. I have been to Houston, went to a Rockets game in Houston, but that's not significant. Um yeah, uh, my initial plans were to go back to Houston. Um, excuse me, me and my girlfriend were going to take a trip for my birthday, but part of it was I want to go back to Houston. She's always wanted to go to Houston. Okay. So once uh, something came up and she could no longer go, I said, well, I'll just go to uh, Dallas. You know, uh, the Mavs played twice that weekend before my birthday. Perfect. They played the Blazers on the 8th. They played the Spurs on the 11th. Uh I was going to go to both games. Um, I already have tickets to the Blazers game. So I'm kind of like stuck where I want to go because I want to see the Mavs play at home. And I already have these tickets. But also, why? Why is Dallas so goddamn high? Why? Why? Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to stay. Obviously, downtown Dallas is hot as hell. Yeah, I got lucky one time with the Dolphins. Like they, I got a special rate somehow. I don't know how I pulled it off. Like I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying my best to stay near the AAC or close proximity to it, so I don't have to add a rental to my, uh, my travel plan because I'm doing it through my travel agent. Before I hit him up and told him all the details of everything I wanted, how I wanted it to be. I was looking at hotels because a few weeks ago I asked people, hey, what's some hotels in Dallas, you know, because you replied to that tweet. Right. And I'm looking up some of these hotels that they sent me and y'all out of y'all goddamn mind. They, they, some of these hotels was charging me over a thousand dollars for three nights. They, yeah, they, they better be serving you breakfast in bed with some. Side, I need the coming side. to America treatment. <laughs> Wipe my booty clean my balls all that all that all of it for that for three nights 
And every t- people always tell me, ain't nothing to do in Dallas. Well, these prices ain't reflecting. <laughs> Your mistake was saying nice hotels. You should have just said hotels, because as far as a brother like me, okay, so I, me, all I need is a bed and a television. Let me say I'm this. Good. Let me say this. There was a hotel. My travel agent found a hotel, a cheaper one, uh, called the Wyndham. Okay, that's still a nice hotel, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Okay, the outside looked like a basic hotel inn type of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to just have to... Oh, not just the hotels. The goddamn flights for Southwest. Southwest? I, I, I only fly Southwest, bro. I mean, like, Southwest is expensive. <clears throat> Bruh, I'm $300 just to get there. Over one, $300 just one to get way? there. One One way. $300. <laughs> Over three hundred, and that's the nonstop. And you flying out of Baltimore, right? Yes. That's a major. Those are two major airports. Like, how is that? That's wild. Insane. Like, what's this? Is not All Star Weekend? What's going on in Dallas? That are, are they moving coke out of Dallas? What's going on? It like, might be. I, like I don't. As many times point, as I've been strip searched, I mean, at I the, down there, they might be moving all kinds of weight. As many it. times as you've been what? You know what? Never mind, bro. <laughs> Anyway, like I was saying, at this point, I might sell those two tickets that I got and just hit the Wizards. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll stay at a, a, a low end hotel. And I really don't like to because when I'm out of town, I, I like to I like to not even live nice, but I want to sleep nice. I want to stay at a decently nice hotel. It's for my birthday. I want to enjoy myself. You feel me? And I would yeah. like to get a rental because I would like to link. Maybe I want to link with some people. You feel me? I know Shard is in Texas. Hey, Shard, you know, what's up? Hang out, you know, bop, bop, bop. I, I just, man, look. Have you checked Airbnb? Is that an option? I don't know because I'm doing it through a travel agent. Gotcha. I don't know if he's able to book me at Airbnb, but um, he's support- we we still working out some details, trying to trying to keep it under my budget. Which is not a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's wild. Just for the, I think the I, room. I I think I set a fairly decent budget. I said I don't want to go over seven hundred dollars. Yeah. My trip to Vegas last year was five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's it's interesting that like the more popular the place, sometimes you can get to even cheaper. And maybe that's the problem, actually. And I stayed at the Mandalay Bay for four nights for less. Oh shit! I about right. to say I stayed at like a little bit one that was slightly off the strip. Right, I stayed on the strip, Mandalay Bay. Very nice hotel, very big hotel, the big gold one. I know who the Mandalay. They I'm talking be about for the people that's listening. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah that's that's interesting. I don't understand. Like like I said, man. You know, if I go to Dallas, I better enjoy myself because this might be the last goddamn time. That I visit Dallas, cause this is kind of ridiculous. It's it's frustrating, honestly. Yeah, that's that's special. Um, yeah, you might be better than me, cause I think I would have moved moved on at this point already. Uh, cause it ain't gonna get cheaper the closer you get. Exactly, that's the worst part. That's why I'm trying to figure it all out now. Uh, but the Wizards game is is still some really good seats behind the bench at the Wizards game that I. I might secure. Okay. Um, 
you have any thoughts about KP at this point? I, you uh, ain't really able to watch their games, are you? No, I'm not because of yeah dumb blackout, blackout restrictions. But um, when I see his stat lines, I'm like, it's pretty much what I expected. You know, uh, okay. He's not gonna see much success as the guy in Washington, but he's only the guy right now because Bradley Bill is out. Right. I don't care about what he's doing right now when Bradley Bill is out. He does. Right. <laughs> he does, of course. You know, that's his mindset. And some things came out this week, you know, that kind of confirmed what some people thought about him and Luca and him being on the Mavs. But, you know, uh, this is a Mavs Outsiders podcast, and we ain't going to talk about yeah, well, too much. Yeah, we too much time on Yeah, when we say Mavs Outsiders, we don't mean motherfuckers outside the Mavs. Um, <laughs> I had the same thought in my head just now. But, um,. <laughs> Yeah, KP doing his thing, good for him. You know, I see Wizards fans on Twitter overreacting. What I'm saying is, it feel much better when it ain't you. Yeah. Um, they'll they'll see eventually that you know. Oh my God, he's playing great. I saw somebody say he could be an MVP candidate next year, and the helicopter's coming to get you for even saying words <laughs> out your mouth. <laughs> I saw the tweet. Okay. I, I synced it. I synced it. It was on Reddit. I yeah, that's it. and that's like when I see these tweets, and it's crazy because you know I I like basketball. I like the NBA. I like to follow a lot of teams, a lot of different players. And KP was a guy I followed when he was with the Knicks. I had no idea he would ever be a Maverick. I want to enjoy following him again, but like I see the tweets and I want to interact with them. And I'm like, if I interact with this, I'm gonna get 15 Mavs fans just trashing KP for no fucking reason in my mentions. And so I just have to keep scrolling half the time. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I eventually I think I'll be able to do it without Mass fans tripping, but maybe not. I feel like Mass fans just don't let shit go for some reason. I, I don't understand personally. Yeah, I wish KP the best, man. Honestly, I, uh, I have no ill will. I hope he does find some success um, in Washington, even with you know him and Bradley Bill. I hope he finds a way to stay healthy. I'm not expecting it. All I'm saying is Wizards fans, like Wizards fans fucking listen to this. Um, <laughs> if you know some Wizards fans, play them this clip. Don't get your hopes up, please. I, get, I'm not even going to tell is, them that. Enjoy. This is me. This is me. Okay. Uh, in the words of Riley Freeman, pause over this whole conversation. I am the ex-girlfriend that is that that finally left a guy that cheated on me and did me dirty over and over and over again and i see the new girl and i'm trying to look out for her and i don't want to intrude but i'm just saying i'm glad that you're happy right now i'm glad that he's doing right by you just be careful so my my response to that is it's cool for them to have the knowledge like to share the knowledge of this is what they expect but maybe they're okay with that like what they need from kp is not what we needed from kp if that makes sense like they know he's going to be a part-time guy they just need him to be that guy for as much as possible to make them a perennial playoff team well, which i what? think he can do they have more talent than us so that's mm. that's possible and i feel like they still i thought they would make a big trade this year for whatever reason, it didn't happen because I feel like they have a lot of redundancies on their roster. 
Um, and they still do with Rui, Denny, and uh, Kuzma. All I'm saying is that talent that you got better really do something because if y'all give Bradley bit, you know what? Why are we talking about the Wizards? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the only reason I even allowed us to continue on talking about shit that wasn't the Mavs this week is because I don't plan to spend a ton of time on these games. Um, I don't know when we started recording, but we should be safe on our 15-minute threshold. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I also wanted to make sure we had. Let's get into these fucking games before they click out of the podcast. Um, <clears throat> thank y'all for bearing with us while we did everything but talk about basketball. Uh, so let's get into these games, right? We had three games. We both were feeling very confident coming into the week. We both said 3-0. and uh, But I think we, we also said, yeah, I think we, we also <laughs> <laughs> acknowledge that we could very easily lose two of these games. Absolutely. And we did, just not the two we expected. Um, so in the Nets game, Drummond was killing us early. Um, then we started double teaming KD, and they were picking us apart because of bad rotations. Uh, then Luca, Luca kept keeping us close. Like he was hitting some timely buckets. For, uh, and so were some other people started hitting some shots after Luca got it going. Uh, Brunson had some good moments in that game. He finished with 18. Uh, and then when it came time to close, you know, we kept it close. KD started to get frustrated. The the Nets guys, the others started missing some shots. Uh, KD wanted to get his game off, so he started rushing some things. That he even admitted after the game that uh, the trapping and then, like, not trapping sometimes was making him rush his action because he was expecting doubles. And if he had one guy on him, he wanted to go as quick as possible before we could double him, <clears throat> which threw off his rhythm. So uh, I think per- I was on Twitter. I said, you know, I'm not sure if this this trapping KD thing is the move. And they stuck with it even a while well after. Uh, I said that it was wrong. It eventually started, like, causing some good things that could happen. And then uh, Kid started taking it on and off and on and off to throw off KD, and it, it worked out that way. Uh, in the end, it was Dinwiddie and Luka that were closing the game. Uh, Luka had multiple big shots, mid-ranges. Um, they doubled him on the last play, and he hit Dinwiddie for the three. For the second game in a row, game-winning three from Luka to, to Dinwiddie. And... Um, I don't know. What, what were your thoughts on that game? Uh, man, the the game winning three had me on cloud nine. Man, I was uh, I, <laughs> I was on cloud nine that night and the next morning. But um, I will say, I say this a lot, but I was proud of the Mavs defense that game. Um, you're right. The KD thing did look like it wasn't working, but I'm glad that Coach Kidd stuck to it. Uh, at the end of the day, if you lose, if you win, just make sure KD doesn't beat you. Make the other guys beat you. That's what we did. Uh, and they did not beat us. Um, Goran Dragic had a great night against us. <laughs> he, had 20, he had 21, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, killing I, it. Ironically, against us. Um, but with a guy like KD, you have to give him different looks. And even with the double team, you can't send it every time. You know, yeah. like you said, he started rushing his game just because he thought the double team was coming just to try to get something off before they got there. So right there, you've already won the mental battle. Uh, in the post game, where he mentioned he tried to um, convince Jason Kidd to play Dorian one on one with him, that's him already trying to play mental games, knowing, hey, I don't want to be double teamed. Right. Uh, KD is KD. KD still gonna hit some shots. That goddamn three that he hit um, before then, Witty's game winner was the three. 
It was a three. It was a three. Yeah, yeah it was a three. I had a uh, in my head. I was like, "Don't do what you did in the playoffs. Oh, like, yeah, step, on the line, step on the but... line." <laughs> um, man, that that was an incredible shot. Uh, he was kind of cold a few possessions down in that stretch leading up to that shot. But players like KD, they take those shots. They make those shots. That's what he do. That's why he make his big bucks. That's why he the best, one of the best players in the world. Uh, but it's a fantastic game. I mentioned on the last one. I said, "Hey." Uh, they playing at home. No Kyrie. You got to take advantage of games like this. You got to come out and win. And we came out and won. And it was dope the end of the game because <clears throat> I want to say the last people to score were Goran Dragic got a big bucket. Um, and, you know, everybody wanted Goran Dragic in Dallas. Uh, him and Luka have a long, long relationship. They've known each other forever. Um, so he hits a shot to tie it. Luka comes down, gets a bucket. Uh KD comes back, hits the three, and then Dinwiddie with the closer. Like that was a, a, a fun series of events. Uh, all the people that had big ties to some some narratives and storylines, hidden baskets, awesome stuff. Uh, that's the NBA at its peak, if you will. Yeah, yeah Luca was even talking some shit to Drogic, man. I'm like, hey, Luca don't care who it is on the court. So <laughs> <laughs> between these lines, we are all y'all are ops. You wearing Facts. a different color? I don't care how close you are to my family. Fuck you. Facts. So shout out, <laughs> shout out to in between the lines, uh, asshole Luca. Um, and that's, I mean, that's that's the traditional like that's bringing back the the Larry Bird, uh, Magic, Michael Jordan stuff like. During the finals or during the playoffs, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and then were playing golf together off the court. But between the lines, you go watch the clips. They was talking crazy to each other. And that's the beauty, again, of basketball. I think a lot of people get it twisted when you see people talking on the court. It's, as long as it stays on the court, that's basketball. These other dudes that want to get on a microphone and stuff and start talking, yeah, that's weak sauce in my opinion. Uh, say it to me in my face. Don't, don't be on a microphone talking crazy later. Because right. your team won, uh, dream on. But you know, it's um, <laughs> it's uh, that was the high of the week, right? We we came off the Celtics win. We talked about that. We came off this Nets win, and, and you know, dreams was was big. Championship aspirations was in the air. <laughs> um, and that's a double entendre. Um, and then we played Philly. Now. We talked about it. We knew it was coming. Free throw parade. Wait, 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 wait. Was the double entendre like a Beanie Siegel thing? I said aspirations were in the air. So. <sighs> I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset I even asked. <laughs> like, I just. I... Go ahead and finish, man. <clears throat> Go ahead and finish. Oh, fantastic. So, we play the 76ers. Uh, <laughs> as, as, Aspirations. What <laughs> is this, man? What? What's going on? What is this? Uh, and I forgot like, the mic is, like, attached to my face, so I'm laughing yeah, all in the mic. You can't run away from the mic, brother. Oh, Not man. Not today you can't. Oh, man. I haven't been sleeping. If, if you haven't noticed. Aspirations. Hmm. Anyway. Where was I at? Uh, <laughs> 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 I 
Yo, I mean, if, I hope y'all love us because if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I apologize. I sound like I'm drunk right now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But the 76ers—they shoot a lot of free throws. That was established. We knew that was going to happen, right? <clears throat> Harden and and Embiid was flopping all over the damn place. The refs were blowing whistles. Like I think I posted uh two tweets and it was like the the refs when the 76ers had the ball like they they had us under the microscope like you you even halfway looked like you was about to touch Harden or Embiid the whistle was blowing and then on the other side they weren't seeing shit so I, I wasn't I'm not one to usually complain about the refs but this was pure insanity I I truly was confused yeah the uh some of the calls in that game were pretty egregious uh to be quite honest. It's right. just soft. Like it's not to say there was no contact, but you don't have to call every time every there's a little bit of thing. contact. Yeah, it's. I mean, for a while I was defending Joel Embiid, but I can't remember what game it was where I was like, "All right, he, he's just ridiculous right now." It was a few games ago. It wasn't the Mavs game. It was a few games before that. But I saw him doing some things, and I'm like, "All right, this, this is kind of ridiculous." Now. And what he like, does is, if he gets contact in an awkward situation and it could be a situation he put himself in he'll fall on the ground and throw the ball up and the refs feel like they can't just let that go because they they there was contact and it altered the game it's uh they're doing that um advantage disadvantage thing where because it caused a disadvantage disadvantageous situation for the person with the ball they feel obligated to call it it's like when they wait to see if the shot went in before they call a foul sometimes like yeah. all right you were hit and it caused you to miss okay i'll give you the foul now if you were hit and, and if that little soft touch and you still made it then everything's good but again joel Embiid is a master now at manipulating that aspect of refereeing i wish they would tighten that up I yeah just... i wish i wish they would too i mean J- james harden and joel Embiid are basically two magic carp out there uh, if you've ever watched Pokemon and you've seen Magikarp, you know exactly what the fuck I mean. Um, but yeah, it's annoying, but what are you going to do about it? Yeah, but except lose. Um, we and kept so coming the... back in that fucking game too, and it just could not keep that lead close. Jalen I mean, Brunson was hot <laughs> early in the game. He was the only one scoring, I think, for a little while there. Um, Being back in Philly, I guess. Yeah, he putting on a show for his Philly people. I think his dad was at the game as well. No, I know his dad was. I remember them showing him. Um, you know, he had a reason to show out. And, you know, with the Dinwiddie hype, he needed to start showing, doing some stuff <laughs> because that bag was dwindling. The bag was slipping. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting offseason. We don't have to talk about that yet. Um, Dwight Powell was getting his ass destroyed. Pause. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you, okay, you didn't have to say pause. I, I was going to say beat, but that sounded worse. It, it really and, didn't. And Actually, then I said, would have been. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know what? Dwight Powell was getting abused. <sighs> nothing, nothing sounds right. Dwight Powell was getting hit in the face. <laughs> That's every game. <laughs> but he was actually getting foul calls off of getting hit in the face, which okay. was interesting to see. Um, I I pers- I start to f- I'm starting to feel sorry for him. Uh sometimes cuz usually it's just like you know what stop flailing around you won't get hit as much but some of these situations he he's just playing hard and elbows be there and he'd be taking all of them to the face. 
And I, I don't know how he's, I don't know how he gets out of the bed every morning and prepares to do this, but shout out to Dwight Powell for hustling. Um, <clears throat> but we got our asses beat like Dwight Powell did. That was the, the, the long point. And um, personally, I, it is, it was, it is what it is as far as I'm concerned. I, I wanted to win the game. I thought we could win the game. We didn't win the game. I don't care. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Then we played the Hornets. Um, like I said, I plan to be at that game. I'm glad I wasn't <clears throat> because that would have been, I would have got it the whole way out of the arena from them fans based on the way that team played. Uh, I think most of the, the consensus is Luca showed up and nobody else did. Uh, Hornets fans were saying that they don't even think the Mavs wanted to win that game. I, whatever that means. That's uh, dumb as hell. Yeah. They said that. Oh, the Mavs just wanted uh, Luca to come out and say, "Look, Lamelo's not on my level," and they did that in three quarters, and that was that. No, Mavs just laid an egg, and the Hornets got hot. A lot of the dudes got hot. I think PJ Washington had did he have twenty one? Um, Montrezl Harrell all over the glass. That was what I was concerned about. Was it was Harrell, Ubre, and Bridges, guys that play hard, guys that don't give up on the play. Uh, killing us because we have no physical people that can can match their physicality and it appeared that that played out I didn't watch all of the game because I fell asleep in the middle but uh did you watch most of that game uh no I did not okay I didn't think so I didn't think I saw you saying anything about it no Uh, I I watched some of it like the beginning uh mainly the first two halves uh in the third quarter I ended up leaving the house (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I, I left the house <laughs> there was one of my followers who was at the game and he left the game in the third quarter as well from the arena like mm-hmm. he said he took his jersey off and left like, oh shit he took his jersey <laughs> off <laughs> that's it a was, bit extreme brother yeah yeah i don't know if he left the jersey he just took it off because it's a steal that's a bit extreme brother. <laughs> he, he didn't feel like representing that team in that moment um, I respect they, it. They saw you take it off. We know you had it on. Like, <laughs> yeah, you had it in your hand, which make it even worse. They put yeah, plus, several like, people got pictures of that. I'm sure. Come on, man. Um, I was trying to check real quick. Bullock missed all three games. I believe uh, yes. he's out due to personal reasons. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie missed the game on Saturday. Yeah, um, they rested him. Not playing him on back to backs. He is coming off the of ACL. Um, <clears throat> he also he he had a couple, a little bit of a rough stretch in those last two pre, in that previous game as well. Uh, people might have been concerned that there was like a flare up on his injury. I just think it's management of not having him play back to backs with a, coming off that injury. Um, it does appear for the next game that pretty much everybody is back except THJ and Pinson. Marquis yeah, Chris uh, came back Saturday. Did he come back? He came back he in the previous game. Against, yeah, he came back against the Hornets. He came back against the 76ers, I think. He did? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a dunk before I fell asleep. Okay. Before I, fell asleep. before I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him get an offensive rebound and dunk with Joel Embiid on the court. And I was like, oh, snap. That's not a regular Dallas Mavs. Oh, that's Marquis Chris. Okay. Uh, yeah, he played seven minutes in that game. <clears throat> he had a rebound and a dunk. Or a rebound and two points. So... Um, as far as the game Saturday, I did want to say some things about some of the guys on the bench. All right. Frank Milakina played 23 minutes. 
Uh, he had 12.6 boards, four assists on a block. And it's interesting because I saw two different types of tweets on the timeline. There were people saying he looked like a quality ball handler off the bench, like a playmaker, unlike Trey Burke. Um, a lot of people saying he should get more minutes in that role. They also talked about his defense being difference-making. And then I saw other people saying this is why Frank Nielakina will be out of the league next year, oh, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like <sighs> there's a lot of people within the fan base that once they hate on a player, they look for every opportunity to continue to hate on that player. Even in the most positive of games, they find something negative to nitpick. Right. If they see people talking positively about a certain player, they will find the negative. Josh Green is another victim of this. Absolutely. I see it all the time and I hate it. Marquise Chris is another victim of this. Um, He almost had a double-double in 16 minutes with two blocks, a huge block on one of them. And all I saw was, you know, he can't run the offense. He can't do this. He can't do that. And it's like, but what about the positives? Like, same people, when you can't say anything negative about guys like Dwight Powell, Dwayne Finney-Smith, but the new guys, the young guys, the guys that are not in their prime and should still be developing their games get scrutinized beyond reasonability, in my opinion. Why are we being more critical of the young guys who should be learning, the new guys who are learning the system, then we, but we can't be critical of the guys that have been in the system for five plus years. Same thing. Like I've seen a lot of people defending Maxi all of a sudden, but what about the stuff that he does do? He's a prime veteran. We should be able to be critical of him playing like Josh Green at the beginning of the season. No, I, 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 I it's cool that you hate Josh Green in the beginning of the season because he's scared to pull the trigger on a three and when he does pull the trigger on a three he's not hitting them but now Maxie's in that position and I can't be critical of Maxie for doing the same exact shit as a 20 year old who's just gotten to the league this is his first real year in the league first of all he gets paid to shoot right just as much as he gets paid to play defense we gave him an extension you, you don't you, you don't matter actually when Wait, we gave him an extension? He's on his second contract. Yeah, he's on his second contract. His contract is up this season. He will be up. No, it's yeah. next season, I think, right? I thought it was this season. I want to say him and Dwight are free agents next year. Okay, uh, regardless. I'll um, figure that out while you talk. This is, this is not the first instance of something like this happening. It's happened in the playoffs when we've needed him the most, and the fact that it's happening towards the end of the season leading up to the playoffs is not a good look. It looks like it's going to be the same story from the last two playoff series. So, yeah, uh, people have every right to be critical of the way Maxi is playing on offense. Yes, he gives us what we need on defense. But if he's a complete liability on offense, he's basically Andre Robertson with a fucking growth spurt. Yeah. It looks like he has an option for that or he's partially guaranteed next year. Oh, okay. So we could let him go. <clears throat> but I mean, depending on how these playoffs go, they might actually now Absolutely. think about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's the, the criticism of Maxi is very fair. And with him being 30, we, we should be able to be critical of one of our most important players, not being able to do his job at the worst possible time for him to not be able to do his job. Like we're ready to go into these playoffs. If Maxi can't hit a couple shots a game, we're fucked. 
and to be honest, the the West is no playground. No, we think, cannot think afford. about think about the last thirty days we've had as a team and how successful it's been, and the fact that we can easily fall into the play-in. Think about that. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna say this. It's funny to me. We've been winning games, right? And I'm seeing it all on the timeline. Oh, we can make a run through the West, this, 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 this. And they're looking at the teams we can catch in front of us. I'm like, look at the teams behind us. They're winning just as much as we are. Exactly. No, if we slip. Teams are not slowing down. The Minnesota Timberwolves are coming. The Nuggets, too, right there. They've been right. Both of these teams have been right there. And I, I haven't seen any acknowledgement of it from most people. And we still need Utah to lose some games. For us to move up to fourth, and they just beat the Knicks tonight, so um, we couldn't do that. I'm just saying, and I'm saying the difference between maybe a few close games can be some maxi threes, but we don't seem to be getting them. It's scary because, and we've talked about this before on the pod that we depend too much on role players, but that's the position we're in for now. I don't expect that to be the case forever. I, or I mean, I expect guys to be in their appropriate roles eventually we're asking too much of maxi yes we're asking too much of dwight powell sometimes yes reggie bullock whoever we're asking too much of some of these guys but if we're asking this of them and they aren't delivering it we're gonna we're in i'll put it like this my only my biggest fear is us losing in the first round again yeah as a person who has to go into these mixed spaces on twitter <laughs> with t- fans of other teams who don't watch all the mavs games who, who who love the narratives it's gonna be very difficult for me to go into a space this summer after the mavs losing the first round again if luca averages 40 15 and 15 and the stats say that maxi and Reggie Bullock and whoever was just bricking off all his wide, their wide open shots. I can't go into a space and say that and have it carry any weight because that Luca can't get out the first round is rolls off the tongue so nicely when you're a hater. And I'm, I'm, I, I, there's not much I can say. Like it's, it's, it's true at that point. So I, I, I just need us to get out the first round. And for us to get out the first round, I need to feel like these others can do their job. And if the shots are wide open, you're supposed to be a shooter. I should be able to expect you to make them. I feel like that's fair. Hopefully we get back on track. Uh, hopefully Quick. the health factor helps this this coming week but this week was a reminder of how quickly we can lose it because we got our asses whooped twice and and it's not even the fact that we have to take care of business we need other teams to not take care of business (laughs) we can't control what they do so we miss we just need to control our game we need to play our game take care of business and whatever happens, happens. If we take care of business and we still fall to the play, and hey, at the end of the day, we took care of business. Yeah, there were some games that we should have won that we lost that probably put us in this place, but it is what it is. I'll feel much better closing the season out on a good note, winning games that we should win. I'm not saying win every game. I'm saying win every game we should win, 
and if we still end up in the play-in, oh well. But don't don't fumble it away. I think the uh, the Hornets' loss is the most important to me because <clears throat> I'll, I'll put it like this: the my my lady Gamecocks. I think we lost two games the entire regular season. And then we lost in the, the SEC tournament to a team that we shouldn't have lost to. And I joked that Dawn Staley took that loss to remind the team what losing felt like so that when they go into the NCAA tournament, they don't play around. I think losing to a team like the Hornets, you can say whatever you want about us not being at full strength. The guys that were missed, like I've said it a million times on here, all our dudes are in the 70s on 2K ratings. We shouldn't, it shouldn't be that dramatic of a fall off when we're missing a couple. Because if everyone else was doing their jobs, it, we would have been fine. But we didn't have enough players to say, all right, this person's sucking. We got to get this other guy in. We didn't have enough to do that maybe, but not to get blown out the way we did. That's, I'm not excusing that loss. And I hope, I know Luca's going to internalize it, but we'll, I hope the rest of those guys got it. And it's a wake up call and we can be smooth sailing from here on out. That's what I hope for. Uh, pretty much same. But, you know, as far as the upcoming games we got, pretty sure we'll get into that at the end of the show. Four, four big ones this week, or three big ones, and then one we shouldn't lose. But we'll get into that when we get into the forecast. Uh, shall we move to the, uh, the middle segment? Sure. We'll touch on this this topic lightly. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on it. Okay. We'll be okay. back back after this break. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and ask the questions like, who will make it to the next round? And who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, folks, we're back. And um, I hate that we have to do this again. I hate that we're put in this position again. But the Mavericks are in the news for non-basketball reasons again. This time it is Donnie Nelson filing a lawsuit against the Mavericks and Mark Cuban, uh, alleging he was wrongfully fired. Uh, I'll read the the exact wording of the situation. Um, Former longtime Dallas Mavericks general manager Donnie Nelson sued the team Thursday alleging that owner Mark Cuban fired him last summer as retaliation for reporting that Cuban's chief chief of staff sexually harassed and sexually assaulted his nephew during a job interview 
in 2020. So a lot of reactions to this on the timeline. Um, there, the actual lawsuit was posted publicly online. Uh, people read it. People dissected what they wanted from it. Well, a little bit weird on the Cuban defenses, in my opinion. But do your thing. Uh, a little bit of judgment of Donnie that was used to try to excuse Cuban. Again, do your thing. I personally am tired of just having this, this cloud hanging over the team that they don't take these things seriously. Uh, the Mavericks put out a statement stating that the allegations are false and that uh, Donnie was fired for a good reason. They also alluded to Donnie doing inappropriate things that they did not previously disclose in a way that they were threatening to disclose them. He knows what he did, and we uh, Garrett, we we promised him not to disclose those things. Is how it came off to me. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of mess going on, man. Do y'all realize y'all are implicating yourselves in exactly, that? Exactly. Like, what what are we what are we doing, man? What what are we doing? And then the people see the oh, see they they're saying this that oh the way Donnie worded this you can tell it's just him being messy. No, the way this looks to me. Some stuff went down. Donnie also was involved in some stuff that went down, which is also tied to the Mavericks because they kept him employed for a while. They don't want that to come out. And I can't take their word seriously because of the previous situation where they came out with this loud statement, this victim shaming statement against the lady false allegations she's not cooperating with us same stuff they just said about donnie and then they ended up firing that guy quietly why would you fire him if the allegations were false and there was no no nothing behind them so them doing the same exact thing now does not give me any confidence that nothing's going to come out that's going to be damning to the franchise i'm really uh, quite annoyed by all of it but I do, I personally, as a, as a person who, who was tired of this, I hope everything comes out. I hope they both just throw all kinds of mud and dirt at each other until everybody goes down and we get an actual reset within the organization. Um, and the, at the same time, I hope that if there are victims out there that don't want their business out, I hope the names and whatnot aren't disclosed. I already saw one name disclosed. But it wasn't a sexual assault victim. It was a guy who had a noose put in his office that Mark Cuban allegedly uh, threw away and basically said, we're not going to talk about this. I didn't know about that. Yeah, and they uh, did put his name in there. So It sounds like Mark Cuban does a lot of, he would prefer to do damage control more so than holding people accountable. And when you do that, you're just as bad as the person who's committing the act even if you yourself did not commit the act put it like this someone put a noose in this guy's office that's seen as uh that that's a hate crime that's that's seen as uh an act of racism mark cuban himself may not be a racist but the fact that you chose damage control and to cover this up as opposed to holding this person accountable publicly 
makes you just as bad as them and is going to make you look like an extreme racist. So to go further on that, I believe, I don't remember if there was like a, a quick suspension or anything like that, but I know for a fact that what I read, the guy who did it admitted to it and he was basically the black guy was made to continue working with this guy very closely after that like whatever it was a joke like you know oh it's not that big a deal it's a joke wasn't a threat he didn't mean anything by it let's just move forward guys as a black person in the corporate world i can definitely understand yeah things like this happen all, all the time those those are little things that they, if they didn't burn across in your cubicle management is doesn't care Fact. enough they don't care enough i'll say uh, jesus christ it just seems like there's always something just when you think that the shit is done something else comes up and i mean donnie very wet very well may be salty about it i'm not saying the shit didn't oh 100 percent he, he's 100% so like, bro, let's keep it 100. You got fired because you were shit at your job. Like, let's not play any games here. Like, we when you got fired, no one said, oh, man, I wonder if Donnie got fired for other reasons. We knew you got fired Facts. because you were a bad GM. We, we've been wanting you to lose your job for years now. So let, let's not pretend like that. We all know the real reason you got fired now. He can create a case and say, you know, oh, no, it happened because of this. Cool. Fully understandable. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure that's not the reason. But if you want to create that case, go ahead. You already done it. I would just ask um, what kind, you know, I, I don't even want to get into what kind of uncle are you? That's all I'll say. What kind of uncle are you? That's all I'll say. I'll leave do you have any there. nieces and nephews? I do. I feel like I personally would have beat somebody's ass. I would have in that situation, like or worse. Fuck everything else. I don't care about this job. (laughs) This job is not more important to me. You are out of your mind. Like what? What? Nah. Like Donnie is so salty that he does not care how this makes him look. No. He says, "I'm taking these motherfuckers down." And he worked uh, again a whole extra year and a half after this incident. That's what I'm saying. And, like, and the only reason he's mad, from what I gather, a contract extension was on the table, and then it was pulled. So as long as you got them M's, your nephew was just gonna have to get over it. Exactly. Right. But when them M's stopped coming in, now it's a problem. That's sick. That's sick. Because I'm pretty sure his nephew got the job partly because of him. I don't even know if he got the job because they said he was, I mean, the was interested I mean, in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The interview. Right. And you're not even willing to protect your nephew. Like, that's, oh, man. <sighs> money, people with money, I don't understand y'all. I don't understand how y'all move. And this goes to Mark Cuban as well. Throwing M's at people. Uh, we, we This could go down another road. It feels like these people just, they value the money more than they value their own dignity and respect. And the the things that have been buried, the things that have come out, the fact that I actually did, in one of my classes, I did a whole how the Mavericks can move past this era of controversy around the team. And the, the, bot, the main key that it came down to was transparency. If the people believe that you actually care and you're doing things to protect people, 
that's more valuable than you pretending nothing's happening. And then every now and then something comes out to show that shit is still happening. Exactly. That is worse than saying, hey, an incident came up three months ago. We investigated it. We determined there was nothing going on or we investigated. We determined something is going on and we fired the employee. Transparency is the key here. If we know that you're doing things and every single time something has come up, they always say it's not true. Very powerfully. And this goes back to them announcing their zero tolerance policy. They were very sure every time they bring it up to push the zero tolerance extends to false accusations, which is a warning to people that might be victims. Don't come forward with no evidence. That's how I read that. Like, don't come forward unless you got video, audio, witnesses. We don't want to hear it. We just going to call it false accusations. And we're going to keep it moving. And then you're going to be punished. God bless Dallas Mavs. As I said on Twitter, <laughs> I am a fan of the basketball players that play basketball. I'm not a fan of the organization. I don't care. Nobody in that the, the background, y'all don't mean shit to me. I'm giving Nico Harrison a pass because he's new. I, I haven't heard anything about him doing nothing crazy. I feel sorry for him having to walk in the offices with these people. If stuff like this is still happening, if this is still the environment behind the scenes, I, I'm sorry he gets tied into this. But let's talk about the basketball side now, right? So Jason Kidd was asked about it. He said, that ain't none of my business. We here to talk about basketball. If you got a basketball question, ask me about the basketball smart man i ain't got nothing to do with that he should extend that to his players <laughs> then dwight powell said this is my good buddy of years i stand with him dwight i ain't never heard you say shit my dude hey look all i'm saying is for years we've been wondering how dwight powell still on the team and we said hey he must got rick skeletons in the closet or mark skeleton we we know now we know now. Like we know now. We got our answer. If nothing good came from this, we got our answer. What have I, I cannot remember a Dwight Powell statement ever. A Dwight Powell statement. The loudest I've the most I've heard of him talking about things was they used him uh to, to make decisions about the COVID situation because that's what he studied in college. I'll say this. You're standing by your friend. I completely understand that. Until there's some evidence out there, I guess, you know, you're standing by your friend. Cool. No. You could have shut up, though. <laughs> you could have shut up. You could have just not said anything. Like, we didn't need to know this. You can support your friend behind the scenes, and we Max. never know. You you really could have shut up. If, really some stu- if some allegations you. came out, Damn. said Reese was in the DMs asking for pics. I'm going to ask Reese off to the side. Was you asking for pics? <laughs> <laughs> if he says no, I was not asking for pics. I'm going to ask why these allegations occurred. <laughs> he could show me the DMs. I would say, okay, she misinterpreted that. If I don't have the physical evidence, I'm not going out and saying, Reese ain't asked for no pics. <laughs> unless I see the DMs. And there was a, something, a line that was misconstrued about some pics. Dwight Powell was not in the room. 
at the All-Star weekend when this event allegedly occurred. So his statement was way too strong for me. If I'm his PR person, I'm disgusted. Like Dwight. Uh, unless you're about to tell us you're his alibi and right. he was with you that night. Like, like, we <laughs> like we were together the whole night. Right. It, First of it, all, I would ask what y'all was doing. That's, but... that's a whole other part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dwight, man. this That was so unnecessary. And again, it undermined what Jason Kidd had previously tried to do by distancing the players from this situation. Dwight Bell just dove headfirst. And, and Dwight's a good dude, so I hate he had to put himself in this position, but you know, you gotta be smarter. He would not be the first person that would be wrong about their friend. A hundred percent. I hope that's not the case. I don't want bad things to happen to the team. I'm just tired of dealing with it, and I have no reason to not believe that something happened. Right. I've learned to be very neutral in these situations. Yeah. Unless I, there's like hard evidence, physical evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just and here and I don't want to misconstrued. I feel like we're in the same spot. I hate that it's occurring. I hate that it's out there, whether it's true or not. I believe that all these people are dirty in some way. I'm not gonna say this event actually happened, and things need to happen because of it. I'm not gonna say it didn't happen, and things need to happen because of it. All I'm saying is I'm tired of dealing with this stuff. I hope the truth comes to light and I want it behind us. And I want to not have to deal with these types of things ever again at some point. I want Mark to do better when it comes to running the organization and holding people accountable. The better you're, what you're doing is counterproductive. You're trying to cover things up to make the organization look better when in fact holding people accountable makes the organization look better. Facts. That's all I'm saying. The last example I'll give police shootings, right? When it happens, usually the chief comes out, this is a good officer, blah, 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 right? The only place I have seen that consistently does not do that is the locals, the South Carolina situations. Every South Carolina shooting I can recall, and that's the, the, there was the one in Charleston where the guy was running away and the cop shot him in the back. That guy was persecuted. That guy was in prison. South Carolina, the guy, cop pulled up behind him at a gas station, asked for his license after he got out of his car. Guy reached back into his car because his license was on a seat. Cop shot him. Our sheriff came out immediately, said this is unacceptable, fired the guy, put him on trial. You don't have to cape for your people when they are wrong. Marcus. Marcus? I don't even know if that's his dude's name. And I almost called him something, but I caught myself. Okay. I don't even know if that's his dude's name. If you don't have the actual evidence, and in these situations, it's impossible to. Most of the time. There's no need to put out these powerful negative statements against accusers. And it annoys me that I don't know who their PR person is, but it's the dumb. Like you can, even in this situation, you can say we've investigated. We haven't found anything to corroborate the story. Um, Donnie Nelson was fired for cause. 
the if if necessary the evidence will be laid out to show that he was fired for cause like you can make a statement that is powerful that is defensive of your company and is pushing back on what's being uh, accused against you without doing what the Mavericks did and basically blackmailing Donnie and saying, if you continue to pursue this, we're going to pull up your skirt and expose you. That's all I'm saying. We got to do better at handling these situations if they're going to continue to arise, which apparently they don't appear to be going anywhere anytime soon. It's embarrassing how weird we are about this stuff. Uh, we can do better. Fire your 1990s PR person and hire somebody that's culturally sensitive to the current situation in the current climate in America with regards to these situations, please. The, the game has changed and we need to be, get up with the times. That's all I'm saying. I feel like we spent way more time on that than I wanted to. Same. <laughs> um, I take it personal with this stuff because again this is what I've been studying right and it's very obvious the Mavs have not kept up with the times with regard to this stuff Not even close. it's annoying as a fan of the basketball team that I have to be a, deal with this stuff on the side shall we move to the, the end of this show absolutely we'll be back after this additional break so I know you uh you probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh I'm gonna take over the reins again uh to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh back in 2020, during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um I didn't have any podcast equipment. Uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone, and that's why I discovered the Anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcast. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, like I mentioned. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free... You can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. And we're back. Sorry we uh, went down that road for longer than intended, but, you know, things had to be addressed. Feelings are out there. I'm sure people wanted to make sh- wanted to hear it, so you got it. There you go. That's the outsider stance. So moving back to basketball, the thing that we're here for, the thing that we care about the most, the thing that we are emotio- emotionally invested in. And it's time for the unsung hero of our one and two week. 
Reese, I don't know. I genuinely don't know who this could be because I was struggling to care this week. <laughs> and uh, I'm ready to see who this is. I, I don't know where the standings are. I have an idea who might be leading it, but let's see who you got. What you got? Um, This might be a lazy pick, but I'm going to just come out and say it. The Mavs Outsiders, Unsung Hero of the Week, is Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's literally the only bright He's the only bright spot from this entire week was his game winner. Uh, in the Brooklyn Nets game, he wasn't playing that great up until that fourth quarter where he scored 15 points uh, and hit the game winner to send us home, making sure he dapped up Nico Harrison and Michael Finley after the game, which was dope. I love to see it. Um, I'm not sure why the Brooklyn Nets had yellow tape out there like it was the goddamn NBA Finals, but um, maybe because – never mind. Uh <laughs> Like outside the game, like on the court, like, like make more, on more, the sides, like, are fans yeah. gonna come in the court? Like, I, I guess so. Maybe they were afraid some fans was gonna run up on them with I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's the unsung hero of the week. Really, not much else to say. You can understand why. Like so, uh, yeah. Uh, since I got that out of the way, kick it back to bib so we see what the forecast and the weather is looking like for the upcoming week. What we got. Thank you, Reese. And as we know, I'm stuck in the telly and I hope I don't start yelling and get kicked out of this bitch. Uh, moving forward, <laughs> we've got a loaded week, four games, three against teams that could end up in front of or behind us in the playoff standings when the dust settles on Monday. It's going to be a fun day. We're playing the Minnesota Timberwolves and folks, these are not your big brothers, Minnesota Timberwolves. They are they are coming. We've been winning games, right? We've been on a roll. We've been killing it. We've been trying to pursue that four seed, trying to get to that three, maybe that two. But the Grizzlies have been keeping up with us, neck and neck. And if we slip, they're there to catch us. Uh, moving forward in the week on Wednesday, we're playing the Houston Rockets. KPJ's being weird. Uh, nothing new there. Uh, but the rest of the guys, Jalen Green, Alper and Shengun, we've seen what these guys can do in person. We almost blew a lead to them previously. Hopefully we come out in this game awake and blow them away. Houston, I hope you have a problem. On Friday, it's the Timberwolves again. Guys, this is two games. They can make up two games on us in the playoff standings. I'm going to pull them up real quick. Give me one second. <sighs> course they took a second to load because i need them to load right uh the minnesota timberwolves are guess how many games behind us they are reese one one and a half so if we lose both those games they're passing us <laughs> I, I need y'all to understand the gravity of the situation here they're tied with denver they apparently have the tiebreaker they are the six seed we are the five seed they are 42 and 30 we are 43 and 28 they give us two losses. We're tied in the loss column. That's assuming we beat the Rockets. So all that we're on our way stuff is not going to matter if we lose to the Timberwolves. And they're smelling themselves. And it's personal for Cat. Greatest shooting big man, am I right? We know who isn't, Maxi, And uh, he'll probably have the assignment on him. Should be a fun week. And if that wasn't fun enough for you folks, guess who we play on Sunday? The Utah Jazz. Let me say that again. 
on Sunday, we play the Utah Jazz, who are two and a half games ahead of us, or two games ahead of us, excuse me. Now, if we win all four games this week, there's a chance at if the, the Jazz win all their games, we'll be one game behind them. If the Jazz lose, we could be a half game behind them. If they lose twice, we could be tied with them. There are a lot of huge implications this week. I'm not sure how I feel about this team. I'm not even going to put my stamp on it, Reese. I'm going to pass it back to you to see how you're feeling about this upcoming week. Uh, to be completely honest, I'm not quite sure, but oh, man, uh, I-, I can't go to safe route and pick 50-50 because it's an odd week. So, man. <laughs> I'm going... I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I ain't going to play the 50 with y'all. I'm going to be honest. I'm going one and two. One and three? Yeah, one and three. No, 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 no. It's four games. Uh, I am going to go two and two. two and, I was about to say two and two. I'm going to just play it safe. Two and two. two and, and it's two. it sucks, right? That we're back here after <laughs> we, coming we off Min- the mountain. We got Minnesota twice. We may get them what I don't know, man. I feel like we're gonna lose one of those Minnesota games. I agree. Uh, that's one of the ones I gave us as a loss. Yeah. Um. If if Reggie is there for the rest of the week, I, I know he's gonna be back for the game tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this. Um. Well, you're gonna be listening. Definitely to listen. Yeah. <laughs> um. He's gonna be get back for the game today. Uh, pretty sure Dinwiddie is going to be back. They were only resting him because it was uh, back to back, back to back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see three and one possibly. I could see it too. Um, I'm gonna go two and two though. I uh, I think we can lose. We're gonna lose. The we lose one of the Minnesota games, and I wouldn't be surprised if we lose the Utah game. Right and. This goes back to the people being excited about playing Utah. That's going to be a very interesting game because depending on what happens this week, it may also determine if we're playing Utah it in will, the playoffs. It could also determine home field, home court advantage. Right. So we could be a, stuck in a tie position with Utah. We, we, will we have split the season series? I think. I, if I'm we win. Not sure. did we, did we I think we're three? down to one. Are we? I want to say we're down to one. God I thought damn this it. would be the third game. Hold up. Now I got to check. <laughs> uh, Jazz Mavericks. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two. God damn it. I know I didn't just erase that whole search. There we go. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We played on March seventh. We won. Played on February twenty fifth. We lost. Did we not play before that? Maybe not. Maybe not. Why do I think we played before that? No, I feel like we did. All right, I'm gonna look at the schedule real quick. Bear with me. All-time head-to-head regular season. There we go. 
Yeah, 2021-2022 season, three games, we're down one to two. So if we win, we'd be tied for the season series. And then I think it goes to division record, which they would have us beat on. Okay. So I think that's what I think. Oh, no. It, yeah, if you if you win your division, which we won't because we won't pass the Grizzlies. Um, and I think they are winning their division, that's if good. I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, so that's – we'd have to actually pass them to pass them, even if we win this game. So that's not exciting, but it's a big week. I, I, I do think we'll lose one of the games to the Wolves. I do think we'll probably lose to the Jazz. Four and zero. I'm gonna say four and zero would surprise me, but three and one would not. Hey, we four, swept this week. I would be would surprised. Four and zero would definitely surprise me. Three and three and one wouldn't surprise me. Four and zero definitely would. I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure. I know for a fact we can defeat the um the Utah Jazz. It's just all about yeah. will we? But we can. But, the Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves, I fully expect us to lose one of those games. Um, not really tripping if if we don't. Uh, I mean, if we do, uh, I'll be tripping if we lose both. Exactly. But, yeah. Uh, one of two, not tripping. A one in three week would be rough. Yeah, absolutely. Very rough. I saw they are. I don't have much else to say. You and me both. Um, again, people, <laughs> I apologize if I sound weird, not just audibly, but in the things that came out of my mouth during this podcast. Um, you know, I, I, I can be weird when I'm not in my zone. Yeah, I'm not in wild, my spot. You said some wild shit. I did. You know, it happens. Um, but thank y'all for tuning in yet again. Uh, if you didn't like what you heard, Give us another chance. If you did like what you heard, we love a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify. It helps us with the algorithm. Do that. Until next time. Peace. Peace.